0: Record it. Record it. Oh
1: great, yeah. so kick me out But we're back in and ready to record Them For... episode 8
0: Roland, yeah, Them episode rolling,
1: 8 Roland, 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 rolling. Fred Durston it
0: Fred Durston uh,
1: Lead singer of Limp Biscuit.
0: As I was uh, getting ready I was listening to some uh, 2000s classics From <laughs> back in the day Rock Alternatives.
1: <laughs> 2000, like Matthew Good Band.
0: No, 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 no. Like, um, what came up? The stuff on the playlist, there was like Linkin Park on there. There was. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. A little little uh, Papa Roach.
0: There was a Papa Roach. There was. Yeah. um... Oh, God. I'm already forgetting the names of the bands. Oh, anyway. What else did I to? AFI. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> AFI. I still. Oh, I, I- <laughs> I still unironically like afi
1: <laughs> i know <laughs> that was like that was one of my like that made me like like you the most was when you told me that how about your passion for afi was <laughs> like that was it i was like i like, never met another person who even knows about afi let alone like likes them that really? passionately I, I,
0: I went to a <laughs> concert not that long ago
1: <laughs> I'm not I long.
0: when i was in vancouver probably maybe like three years ago i saw them
1: i can't believe they're still together
0: i know they're playing stuff but yeah so we don't need to go <laughs> on to like a random tangent about um from the early 2000s um yeah <laughs> we're talking so sweet, about sweet
1: like punk emo rock
0: oh yeah very emo <laughs> she punk couldn't tell emo is probably my, my past aesthetic 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 <laughs> a- aesthetic how do I say that word? Are you
1: electrocuted? <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: anyways, so we, yeah, we'll talk about the the T V show now. Them. Yep. Episode-, <laughs> episode eight. <laughs> boom boom boom. <laughs> Um, and it's, uh, good, it's good
1: that we're starting with something funny and confusing because as soon as we start talking about the episode, it's going to get real raw and real.
0: <laughs> real raw, real fast. And this one jumps all over the place. So it's going to be really weird to describe. I kind of just wrote it down in chronological order, but we'll see. It's
1: like what a pop roach song. Cut my life in two pieces. <laughs> this is my last resort.
0: <laughs> So I'm to I'm
1: freezing! I'm
0: not Anyways. We
1: <laughs> got
0: that out of the way. Yeah. So, <laughs> this episode is, it cuts to day nine. And the last episode was day seven. So we skip a day. Yep. Yeah. So, well,
1: cause... We realize that, well, day eight night was the reveal of little baby um, Chester in a box.
0: Day seven night, though.
1: Or that day seven night? Okay, so there was a jump of one day to where you find out that poor Lucky is unlucky in Insane Asylum.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a court-ordered Insane Asylum. Um, and it starts out with her, uh, very drugged. It's reminding me a lot of a different movie with, um, oh no, what is that one that takes place in an insane asylum? Is this going to be another episode of references that I don't know the names of?
1: (laughs) I've had my fair share of those. Uh, insane asylum drugged. Are you talking about the invisible woman?
0: No, no, it's got a... It's got Jack Nicholson in it, young Jack Nicholson. Oh,
1: oh uh, one, uh one no one something oh, one, over the cuckoo's nest.
0: One flies over the cuckoo's nest one or something. Flies.
1: Yeah. It's it's like yeah. one word I can't remember. One something over the cuckoo's nest. And when, that's when the the chief throws the thing out the window to let him.
0: And get that's freed. what ratchet is based off of loosely well
1: but... the nurse is nurse ratchet in that movie
0: exactly yeah so she nurse does Ratched. exist
1: in that movie yeah i did but not yeah. finish that show i did not
0: enjoy it. it's yeah it's different vibe altogether from like the original movie but that yeah. scene that hospital that they're in reminds me a lot of that original movie yes. um yeah where it's very yeah, it's very similar very depressing similar. Vibes and like the nurse, we'll get into her character. The main doctor of this insane asylum reminds me of Nurse Pratchett, which is not a, yeah. good,
1: thing. <laughs> not um, a good
0: thing. Nurse Ratchet, did I say Pratchett? Nurse Ratchet,
1: ratchet. ratchet. you said Ratchet. You're good, no, you're okay. good.
0: <laughs> I was like thinking of Terry Pratchett. I was like, oh, oh, I do love same. Terry
1: Pratchett. That's
0: no, very, we're different not gonna... Ratched, <laughs> very different from
1: Nurse Ratchet, though.
0: Very different. Um, so yeah, she's in this insane asylum, very drugged, and so of course the cinematography is very um, fluid and dreamlike. Wonky. In
1: and
0: you see fish a lot lens. of
1: a lot of fish lens, <laughs>
0: a lot of fish lens, yeah, wide angle lenses, and you see a lot of close ups of people's temples where they have some mysterious stitching.
1: Oh.
0: I am assuming. Well, no, no, they're,
1: the- they're burn marks from the uh, electric. Oh. The- Yeah, they're actually from the uh, shock therapy. I thought at first they were stitches as well, but lobotomy stitches are up on the forehead. So, like, these on the sides, that's from electrocution.
0: Because there are two types of lobotomies. Well, several types, I think. One goes up the nose, Uh and then one you can go through the temple.
1: Oh, okay. So maybe that is that. Oh, Jesus. Well, that'd be even worse.
0: (laughs) That's why I thought that, but... Maybe Actually, that
1: yeah, because at first I, I I looked at it, I'm like, oh, that looks like a scar, like a cutting, but I didn't know that that was a entry point for lobotomies. I only knew it was like through the eye or the like, eyes. up here. Well, because I know that you can like uh, you can put that ice pick through. Yeah, well, eyeballs. same as
0: the same as the nose situation.
1: Oh yeah, you should watch that lore TV show on Prime. It's very disgusting. Oh
0: yeah. I listened to the podcast because it didn't have visuals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the visuals
0: make it way worse. Well, I used to listen to it on road trips that on
1: oh, oh, road trips. Just driving along. Oh no casual. To <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, it's um we find out later. So the next scene, we we're actually seeing Henry sitting down with the main doctor of this insane asylum. Um, yeah,
1: blonde lady.
0: Talking to the doctor of the psychiatric hospital. She's an, she's an asshole. She's a bitch. She's a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. a bitch. <laughs> she's a bitch. <laughs> friggin bitch. I don't like that lady. <laughs> she's,
1: uh, she's wearing her tight friggin' stupid dresses and her tight bunny hair. And she's racist as hell
0: super fucking racist and she so she basically states that Lucky is on an involuntary hold which means she can only be released once the hospital deems her to be healed in quotations because their version of healing I'm assuming is not what our version of healing is
1: no I don't think it is
0: and Henry is basically just trying to get her to let uh him go in to see his wife or at least at least let her know that he's communicating and no, like that's right? all right and that he he's with her he supports her or even just let her kids see her because they both need to see each other the doctor's like i can't do that she's not in a very good state of mind right now i don't think it would be healthy for your children yeah,
1: so you're just getting says- serious Yeah, because Henry says that, like, oh, well, I just want her to know that I don't blame her for what she did.
0: Yes. Yeah. For later. (laughs) Which is an important thing for later. Yeah. Um, But we don't get to find out too much in that scene yet. It keeps cutting back to similar scenes throughout the episode. Um, The next scene we get to see (laughs) is what I was the most excited to find out about, which is what's happening to (sighs) (laughs) Bets.
1: Okay, so this was the part that I had to bite my lip on the most because this is the part that makes me the happiest in the entire show is Betts' eventual demise. And, like, like, even at the beginning of the show, I almost, like, said something about her eventually going and getting trapped into it oh, no. a bomb shelter. So, like, no, oh you just God. have to wait. just have to let wait. her experience it herself. Oh,
0: that's so good. But, I was... Very confused at first, but yeah, it makes sense that it was a bomb shelter. Yes, so he shows his beautiful farm, and then it just shows like this random, like compound-looking building. It's like a little. It's just like a little, like
1: it's like a little, like hatch on the top of like a field in the middle of a
0: field. The intro shot it is kind of a close-up of it, but made it look way bigger than it actually was. And then when you actually see a person next to it. Oh, okay, it's a bomb shelter that makes more sense, so it is just like a little hatch and uh <laughs> Boy, yes. we, we see her on the inside and uh George I think his name is he's like wallpapered the entire inside of this bunker to be the same <laughs> wallpaper that she has in her house and like he's filled it with <sighs> clothes for her and bought like pink clothes because she doesn't wear pink and he thinks he'd that she'd look nice and pink <laughs> uh,
1: like, what fuck you dude that's like uh <laughs> i watched this movie recently where the like douchey guy tells this girl that he's just going on a blind date with that uh that uh it's like you know women back in the day just used to wear dresses and you would just look so good in a dress if you just and she's wearing like just a sweatshirt oh. and like sweatpants, it's like you know you you would look good in a dress if you really wanted to dress like a woman. And it's just so insulting the way he says it. It's like
0: oh, oh what a it's like dick. the same
1: way with a pink dress. Like just you know you don't yeah. wear enough pink. It's like you need to wear this because you're mm. in a bomb shelter.
0: We don't see too much of that. It's just kind of like this episode is very much quick blips all over the place. Until well, and again, because we see... because of
1: what what you told me about how the episodes have different times, this episode's only thirty six minutes long.
0: Yeah.
1: Which because I, I I was like, oh wait, Emma told me that one of the episodes is like only thirty minutes, so I'm gonna look at the time code, and so that's that's how I knew that it was gonna be a messed up episode because it's really short.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Because they didn't have too much to sh- like, too much time to show everything. So it just feels like, yeah, shit is gonna go down in the next two episodes because they're really just showing the bare minimum of each situation.
1: Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad yeah, already. I-
0: I mean, yeah, they're showing enough. They're showing enough. This shit's doing well, pretty bad, but... Do you, you want to talk keep about getting worse they're...
1: Henry, Henry and the kids?
0: Yeah, so, because the next thing that we see is... Uh, and this kind of leads into that situation. We see the neighbors are discussing the, sh- oh, the yeah. sergeant shooting. Um, mm-hmm. And it shows that one of the husbands is, like, absolutely convinced that the emery's took betty and it just keeps we keep just seeing scenes of him like looking out the window and just staring at the emery's house and so they finally arrive home from the hospital when they were talking to that doctor bitch and
1: yeah 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 (laughs) and and and, and henry says it's like please let her know that that we want to talk to her and that we love her and like all these positive things before he left because he wasn't allowed to see her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't allowed to see her. So they just all came back home and then you just see that this neighbor is staring at them very menacingly. And um, it cuts to the inside of the Emery's house and um, the kids are like, do we really have to be back here? It's like, yes, just pack your things. And or no, they're No, they, they weren't packing their wanna... things
1: anymore, I don't think.
0: Well they're staying there. Actually I, I said that incorrectly. So the kids were didn't want to stay where they were staying before. They wanted to I think stay at the home.
1: Oh yeah, no, they were going to their aunt's house or whatever. Henry they're going was... to like to like their family in in like yeah, the, so they the Black Sea just... area. And the kids didn't want They
0: were. To. Yeah, they were just packing in order to get there. So that's what was yeah. happening. And while the kids were in their rooms packing, uh, the neighbor Ooh. shows up with a baseball bat and just slams Henry. And, and like the camera the
1: is so shocking in that moment because you have no idea it's going to happen. High
0: shot. Yeah. And you just see him run, like bust into frame and just immediately hits him with the baseball bat from he's behind. Like, so he's like, Hey, buddy. Expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy oh, no. being yeah, replaced
1: he's... by a far more racist term.
0: Hey! Hmm? Yeah. And then it just slam and then...
1: <laughs> Hey, you! Nice. I'm gonna hit you with a face, bat.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, the next time we see Henry, he is tied up, sitting in a chair, and the two kids are in... They kind of huh. are in various states of being... Um, I don't know. Like, threatened to be killed <laughs>
1: well, well yeah guns pointed at them guns
0: at them most of the time um but yeah, yeah they're yeah. basically
1: well the poor little point, girl is sitting in the lap of the one white guy and has a gun to her head
0: yeah yeah and uh ruby is just sitting next to the other dude on the couch and she's just yeah. like what the fuck um and they're basic the one asshole guy the main guy that's kind of been an asshole throughout the entire series the one that is the most uh hateful of yeah, the Emerys I mean, the most racist um husband he I is interrogates as
1: well like i think he has like a uh, thing for Betts.
0: i yeah, don't think he likes his
1: actual wife very there's much. some weird
0: dialogue where he's interrogating henry about where Bets is he's like we know that you, you've you done something with her or that you know something about what's going on with her. And and then he's like, you don't think she's a beautiful woman? How could you not think she's a beautiful woman? And Henry's like, what does that have to do with anything? I haven't uh, yeah. even spoken to a woman. And he's like, don't call her that. Her name is Betts. And he's like, Betty or whatever. Like, yeah, okay, yes. I'm Betty. Yes. I'm like, what? what I seriously don't know anything. It's like, well... You have to know something, or your crazy wife has done something, and he just, you know, keeps interrogating, keeps interrogating, and eventually convinces them to kind of let the kids out of it, and just focus the anger on to him. Um, Things start progressing, and things start progressing. Well,
1: but then they say that, like, oh, we're hungry, and they force Ruby to, like, cook a chicken,
0: yeah that was the next thing i was gonna say oh so, okay this is so weird yeah so they they kind of separate the girls they bring one of them takes gracie down to the basement then the other one is like "I'll oh, just put put her in the kitchen and so he takes her into the kitchen and sees that there's a random raw chicken in the fridge and he's like do you know how to cook he's like all right cook this and then, meanwhile, he grabs like a bunch all of the like sharp objects out of the cupboard and brings them into the living room and just like slams them down on the TV. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so Ruby oh. like, cooks the chicken and all that, all that stuff. weird—it's
1: such a weird interrogation. Ah, like so, like ask.
0: So much it can, weird shit happens.
1: I've never heard and of I'm a I'm, hostage situation where you go like ask children to cook you a meal while you're.
0: Yeah. interrogating
1: your, your father
0: interrogation is going absolutely nowhere and then Henry looks over and he sees his uh, demon dude the blackface dude sitting over there and he's just kind of like looking at him and oh, then no. they're clearly not getting anywhere with this interrogation and the one main asshole uh, husband dude grabs these like gardening shears, or like these yeah. kitchen shears? Definitely gardening and shears,
1: just by the shape of them. Yeah.
0: Just by the shape of them. And he's like, open your hand. Open your hand to to Henry. And because the one guy keeps threatening the daughter, he does it. He opens his yeah, hand. Yeah, because they point a gun
1: to her head.
0: The, uh, to Ruby's head. And she's screaming, and like, they just. just yeah. <laughs> Snips the fingers off, and oh. um, I didn't watch it because I couldn't watch it. <laughs> Fucking man. <catch laughs> I didn't it, watch man. it
1: because I couldn't watch
0: it. <laughs> you need to remember this podcast is called Gorehead and the Wiener for a reason. <laughs> 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 Even if this is the casual creeps part um it's not so <laughs>
1: casual at the moment so i understand you're flinching
0: <laughs> yes and um yeah then he looks back over to the uh oh my god to his demon ghost dude and he's like he's kind he of like happily showing fingers. off his fingers too and he's like hey we're buddies now we're twins <laughs> buddies and um they basically start tying him up more, drag him down to the basement. And at this point, both Ruby and Gracie are in the basement and they uh, they take this rope and they're they're basically trying to hang him in his own basement. And uh, it, there's a lot of parallels to his blackface demons um, peach Peach's story, story with his fingers yeah. getting off and him being um, hanged by the hanged on the tree
1: just for making rotten peach
0: (laughs) yay so yeah um, and
1: the daughters get to watch their father
0: have and the daughters are there watching this whole situation unfold and it the episode actually ends mid like when they're trying to hang yeah yeah so we don't actually know how this is going to end at this point but that is that, that's their whole story of this it's episode. The end of Henry and, and the
1: girls. In <laughs> this episode.
0: Hooray. Uh, but so, there's yeah. still
1: more fun to come.
0: <laughs> there is so much more fun to come. We can go back to bets. Oh, um,
1: uh, bets. I'm just happy to back go back
0: to bets. Facts. Oh, yeah. I hate so, bets so much. The next time we see her, she's having a fancy dinner and she's got her like her pink dress on and they're they're sitting at this um, chicken again with the chicken, a chicken dinner Ooh, in the bunker. A
1: There's a chicken follow through because he holds yeah. a dead chicken above the bunker at the beginning. and still feathered and everything.
0: Yeah. so He has to pluck chicken. the chicken,
1: I guess. Well, because I know that like um, that's why. Um, in, in the South of America, uh, fried chicken became a thing is because um, the slaves were only given the, what the white people deemed were the bad parts of the chicken. And so they figured out a way to create fried chicken. And that's why it tastes so delicious. And eventually the white people realized the stuff they were making with the scraps that they gave them were better than what they were having. And they forced them to make it for them. And so chicken is very ingrained in racial America between wow. black people and white people.
0: I had no idea. Wow. So it makes that sense makes that like, me...
1: chicken is used a lot.
0: That makes me not want to ever eat fried chicken because it what? makes me feel like I'm doing that to them it
1: was stolen from that's why like you know fried chicken they figured like oh my god it's like why they seem to be enjoying it but because they but that is like a story across the entire world like all the greatest dishes in the world essentially came from poor people that had nothing but made it taste good and then rich people stole it that is so true a, a story across the world
0: yeah yeah that yeah
1: but, uh, yep. yeah, in this Great case, point. chicken is very important to this story because, yeah, definitely um, any North, af- North American, African American person would, you yeah. know, resonate with, af- with chicken.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but, yeah, back to Bets, and they're having this dinner and she seems <laughs> shockingly happy. Like, she's putting on a very good, like, happy face. Uh, pretending to be enjoying this moment with George and she has her white George. uh, She has her white wine and George can see that she's kind of like upset about the wine. And he's like, Oh, what's wrong? Everything has to be perfect. Everything here is supposed to be exactly like what you want. Kind of like showing how delusional this weirdo is. And, She's like, oh, no, it's okay. I just, normally I put uh, two ice cubes in my white wine. And he's like, oh, well, oh my God, I'm so stupid. How could I not have known that? I'm going to, I'll be right back. I'm going to get the ice cubes. It has to be perfect. And he gets up and gets up and leaves. And, um, she, and you kind of, I was starting to piece this together at this point because you can tell she's like intently watching him unscrew the bottle of wine and then put the cork and stuff down and, and she's looking at it and then so it's like okay she has something planned <laughs> up her sleeve and um, later on uh, comes back and we just see them finishing off their dinner and um, she's trying to kind of convince him to let her stay in the house with him because if it's true love then he has nothing really <laughs> to worry about and she's like picking up the dishes and bringing them back to the sink then comes back And she has the corkscrew in her hand and stabs it in his neck. What a great display of true love. (laughs) True (laughs) love.
1: Kind of even looks like Wesley from The Princess Bride.
0: Yeah. (laughs) True love. Uh, True love. True love. And it's funny because he just immediately, like, just takes this corkscrew out of his neck He's so
1: nonchalant about getting stabbed in the neck with a corkscrew.
0: Yeah. Um, He's like,
1: I'm really disappointed that that's how you feel. I think that's the first thing he says.
0: And he just climbs out of the bunker and then leaves. And she's like, what the fuck?
1: He's like, I love you, so I don't care how long it'll take. And he just pieces it. But, like, yeah. you don't even see, like, a bunch of blood shooting out of his neck. I guess she missed the artery, so... I was
0: gonna say, like, because if she got the artery, he probably would have died.
1: Yeah, but so... she must have missed it, so it's just, like, flesh in the neck, which yeah. you could live through very easily. The only reason why getting slashed, cut in the neck is dangerous is because of the artery and yeah. the, whatever the other one is. I don't remember
0: the other ones. Jugular.
1: The jugular, there you go.
0: I don't know. Yeah,
1: artery. Well, I guess the artery could the jugular could be an artery. Whatever.
0: I don't know science. <laughs> I
1: didn't take biology in grade ten. <laughs> I only chemistry. I know how to make you bombs.
0: I might have gotten a D or a C in in biology.
1: <laughs> Can you get a D? I've never. I've never I seen. I don't it.
0: know. Oh yeah, we got. <laughs> I don't to know. Ever. But I normally get A's and everything else, and I just got like a random C minus or something in biology. I was like
1: Any science, yeah.
0: You're you're an artist.
1: <laughs> That's why I had such a horrible <laughs> time going into art. It's because I was a scientist.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we, we had switch M-A-P. roles. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a unicorn. <laughs> A dumb unicorn. A dumb unicorn. Um, yeah, and yeah. now I guess we finished Bets's story for this episode because we don't yeah. see anything else. So he's
1: trapped in a bunker and he just pieces it and says, "I'll wait as long as I have to."
0: I'll wait as long as I have to. How romantic. Um. So now we can get back to Lucky's story and she has spoken to she. Well, she sees Miss Beaumont. Yeah. Um in her own cell room and she kind of gets in there and, and is trying to talk to her, but Miss Beaumont isn't really responding. She's kind of just like all like yeah. hunched over in her chair, kind of out of it. Very comatose. In my mind. It's like, okay, well, she's had a lobotomy, so she's probably not there anymore. Yeah. Um, probably that's what happened. And then the, this like kindly nurse man, comes in and he's the only one that is being nice to her throughout this whole process Mm -hmm. and he's like please get out of here Um, don't get us in trouble please you just you need to leave and so she's like okay 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 I'll leave Um, and I think the next time we see Lucky she's talking to the doctor bitch lady yeah and she's oh yeah and
1: she says terrible things to her
0: so mad and because the doctor is telling her that her family does not want to see her her children are terrified of her and they basically just and her husband agrees that the kids can't see her until she's gotten better um and especially she's like especially after what you've done i don't think it's healthy for the kids to see you and it's just like what i've done what do you mean do you think i killed my kid so the doctors all think that she killed chester Mm -hmm. which to me is a little weird that well and that's why
1: at the end with uh with the white guys capturing uh the husband uh henry they say it's like oh your 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 wife uh killed your child and it's like no some cracker killed my child just like you yeah
0: and yeah so it's like, and that was the only time you saw them pause a little bit
1: yeah yeah the, yeah they were like oh and they kind of like yeah realized they were doing the same thing that those rapists did
0: yeah but uh it didn't stop no them different. for very long
1: no unfortunately yeah but they go into the basement so that's a good part
0: yes um yeah and then i guess the next again it's just snippets here and there but we see lucky now she wakes up in a hospital room like a surgery room she's strapped down to a bed and the only person in there with her is the kindly nurse dude um and he like, what's going on? And he's saying, the doctor thinks you're too far gone. Um, and then that she basically wants to act right away. And then you just slowly see his face start to meld into hmm. the uh, the priest, the old priest ghost <laughs> demon man. <laughs> uh, yay. <laughs> yeah, into yeah. this horrible burn-faced white
1: asshole that groped her on the bus with black eyes and he's like the the kingpin of all of this.
0: The kingpin of it. And he's basically saying that because of her strength in fighting him, um, he's going to let this lobotomy basically erase her memory of any thoughts of the family that she used to have. Um so basically while she's being lobotomized, he's saying that he is he is going to be going out and fulfilling his merciful duty to to ensure that her family is basically fucked.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What a merciful yeah. duty. What a merciful duty. Duty
1: He, he is a duty. Yeah. <laughs> That's... He I mean, like... says it all at the duty phase. <laughs> Duty face
0: (laughs) yeah so uh this episode was a little chaotic with uh our recap of it but
1: yeah it's a it's a short episode but there's a lot happening and it's very sporadic and thrown all over the place but again i think this may be our shortest episode ever 33 minutes
0: 33 minutes pretty good um i hope it it makes sense
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, who knows? That's left up to the viewer. We don't have to worry about that.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know about it, but uh, yeah, this is a, a quickie because we'll we'll we have two more left. I think we've got covenant. Yes.
1: Two Ooh, the next one is an interesting one.
0: Okay, and then it's the, the RC the one. Funnery. Ooh, that'll be a longer episode, probably then.
1: I'm <laughs> <You're> already <laughs> planning it. <laughs> I love the RC ones.
0: <laughs> hmm. Yes,
1: I'll I'll wear my beret. Yes, yes, little mesh on top.
0: Mm -hmm. Like
1: you have to wear like one of those little tiny hats that wear to like the royals' weddings. Oh yeah, one of those tiny hats. (laughs) be extra snooty.
0: I just have one sharpener.
1: (laughs) You're the only person I know that has a pencil sharpener. (laughs) Really. Uh, Yeah, I don't think I know anyone else that actually has a pencil sharpener. (laughs) I just use pens.
0: Oh, it's because I'm an artiste.
1: You're an artiste. You're a true artiste. I'm just a schlub that writes stuff down on paper.
0: (laughs) Just schlub writing notes over here.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Your fancy pencil sharpener.
0: Before we turn this into an hour-long episode about uh, pencil sharpeners, uh, we (laughs) will close This, uh, close this episode here and thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next week.
1: Dead babies are sad. Yes. All right.
0: Podcast's over.